Happy New Year, and thank you for joining me or allowing me to join you. I guess that's a more proper way of saying it on Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. This is the uh, second episode in a row that has been delivered late. Once again, my excuse, the same as Bob Cratchit's, we were making rather merry all weekend long. It was New Year's weekend. I'm going to get better, I promise. Usually these things are out at midnight on a Monday. So, Happy New Year, because it's still only the 4th, if you're listening to this on the day when it drops, January the 4th, a Monday. And before we get going, I want to share this week's good news. Of course, the best good news, the biggest good news of the week, 2020 is finally over. With all we went through, with all the country went through, I don't think 2021, we hope, could be any worse. Hopefully not as bad. Hopefully a lot better. A couple of stories still hanging on from 2020 that I'd like to share with you. Uh, The first could only have happened in 2020. And catch one key word in this story, okay? Back right around Thanksgiving, residents of Rigo Park, that is a neighborhood in Queens, one of the five boroughs in New York City, began reporting unprovoked attacks. And through right around Christmas, there were at least 20 reports of these unprovoked attacks. The word unprovoked is key here because the attacks were perpetrated by squirrels. Yes, gray squirrels attacking the residents of Rico Park, Queens, jumping on them from trees, climbing up the back of their coats, biting them, clawing at them. But the thing that gets me is these are unprovoked attacks. Why do they need that qualifier? Couldn't they just say squirrel attacks? Unless there have been other provoked attacks. Maybe the citizens of Rigo Park have brought this on themselves. Here's an actual to goodness good news story that happened right at the end of 2020, about five days or so before Christmas uh, in Massachusetts. There were a couple of ladies and a couple of little girls who were shopping at a grocery store. And they went to the self-checkout lane. And some of the employees were watching and they noticed that the ladies would scan one item and then put two or three into the bag. Scan an item, two or three into the bag. They were not scanning all of the items that they were putting in the bag. They were stealing from the store. They called the police A young police officer arrived on the scene, questioned the ladies, and they admitted, yes, things have been very tough. Christmas is coming. We wanted at least to be able to have a nice Christmas dinner for the girls. And they pointed at these two little girls. Well, by this point, the police officer has the two ladies outside the store, standing in front of the store. And as he looked at those two little girls, he thought of his own kids who were about the same age and what he would have done in a similar situation. He had to do his job. But he had some discretion, so he wrote them a ticket for trespassing, but didn't press more serious charges, didn't cuff them, didn't put them in the car, but told them, wait here. And he went back inside the store, and he purchased gift cards to the supermarket. He went back outside, he handed them to the ladies and said, do not go back into this particular store, but there's another one not too far away. You go there, and you purchase food so that these girls have a nice Christmas dinner. What a magnificent example of compassion and selfless caring on the part 
of this young police officer. A couple of other COVID-related items. First of all, we've had a lot of changes because of COVID, restrictions on how many people can gather together, and, and you can't shake hands apparently anymore. You're not supposed to do that. Turns out that most people are actually kind of happy about that. 54% of people who were surveyed said, I would be happy to never shake anyone else's hand ever again. I'm not sure what's so bad. I, I understand the germs, but I enjoy a firm handshake when I meet somebody. The elbow bump, that, that just doesn't do it for me. According to Lifeway Christian Resources, they are one of the world's largest providers of Christian books and study guides and Bibles. Bible sales have been up significantly since April when a lot of these restrictions with COVID-19 went into place. And of course, they credit that to people searching for hope and for comfort in the midst of the pandemic, people turning back to the Bible, and those sales have stayed up ever since April. All right, January 4th when this comes out, and so my guess is you're listening to this first week or so of January, are your Christmas decorations at home still up? Is the tree up? Are the lights up outside your house? Your big inflatable snowman and Santa Claus still up in your yard? How long do you leave those things up? Well, you can get by with it with a fairly decent, even theological explanation, at least until January the 6th. That's the Feast of the Epiphany, the day the wise men supposedly arrived in Bethlehem. They call that Twelfth Night, you know, the 12 days of Christmas. That song actually starts on Christmas Day, and the gifts come one after another for 12 days after Christmas until the arrival of the wise men in Bethlehem. Come January the 7th, if your decorations are still up, you're on your own for an explanation. And our final item, if you are a fan of the game show Jeopardy, you may already know this. And if you're not, I'm sure you've heard of Alex Trebek and his battle against cancer that he lost uh, back in December. Well, the final five episodes of the show Jeopardy with Alex Trebek as host were shot in late October of 2020, and they will air for the very first time this week, the week of January the 4th. Monday through Friday, the final five new episodes of Jeopardy hosted by Alex Trebek. As I was considering the topic for this first episode of the podcast for the new year 2021, I went back through my files and looked at some of the things I have used on my blog and, and different things that I have written, and I stumbled upon a blog entry from the very beginning of the year 2017. And I, I, when I first saw it, I thought that I had written it for the beginning of 2018. L let me share a little bit of it with you. Um, 2016 was a tumultuous year for the world, for our country, and for my family. Uh, of course, in 2016, we saw dozens of terrorist attacks. Great Britain voted to leave the uh, European Union. We had our own cantankerous and divisive political election back then. It's four years ago uh, when Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton. A lot of those things sound like things that happened in 2020. 
My sister-in-law, my brother's wife, passed away after a long illness. They'd been married for 37 years. Of course, a lot of people lost jobs, and, and there were many individual hardships during the year of 2016. As of the beginning of 2017, I wrote with hope about the coming year, 2017, and thought it couldn't possibly be as bad, certainly not worse, than what 2016 was. But I soon learned that I had underestimated the ability for things to go from bad to worse. Early in 2017, my wife, Terry, was diagnosed with breast cancer. A few months later, my brother, same brother, lost his 21-year-old son suddenly and unexpectedly. And then in October of that year, my dad passed away. 2016 suddenly looked a lot better in light of 2017. And yet as we face a new year, we all have hope that things will get better, that we will see improvements, that our lives will be perhaps richer or fuller. And back in the beginning of 2017, I was looking for that verse, that portion of Scripture that talks about God's mercies being new every morning. And I knew that verse. I just couldn't remember where it was from. It actually had escaped my mind that it was buried among the dark, dirge-like poetry of the Old Testament book of Lamentations. The verse I was looking for is from Lamentations chapter 3. This I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the book of Lamentations, it deals with the aftermath of the destruction of the temple and Jerusalem in 586 B.C. And my guess is that ancient Israel was happy to see 585 B.C., much like we are happy to see 2021. There's little else in these five chapters of the book of Lamentations that offers much hope. But in the midst of that grief and the realization that these terrible events were brought on as the result of their own sin, there still is hope for the people of Israel. God's faithfulness, his loving kindnesses and compassions springing new each morning. It seems unlikely that 2021 will see more of the same type of surrealistic messes visited upon us in 2020. Murder hornets and squirrels attacking people in Rico Park, Queens, New York. More divisiveness along political lines and racial lines and any other kind of line that you can find. But in light of the truth of God's great faithfulness, it doesn't really matter. His mercies are new every morning. 
His compassions never fail. And that is a source of hope, which leads to joy, which will see us through this new year and all that it has to offer, good and bad, and all the new years to come. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day today. Please do subscribe to the podcast. And if your listening platform allows it, uh, write a review, maybe leave a five-star rating that will help other people find the podcast as well. Coming up on the next episode, I'm going to pull out another interview from the archives. And this is less an interview than a, a conversation with a dear, dear old friend of mine that Hopefully, you, you will recognize her name, Kathy Tricoli. Uh, she's a singer. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's just a tremendous, tremendously talented woman who loves Jesus. And I, I've known her, known her a long time. <laughs> um, I will share this conversation with Kathy Tricoli and some more on the next episode of Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. So I hope to see you then. And thank you so much again for listening.